noticed it yet, we like to talk about food here on Reason to Panic. We just enjoy discussing the aromas, tastes, and other sensations relating to daily sustenance. This episode will be no different. One of my personal favorite meals of the day is breakfast, though not typically a breakfast time. Near the top of my go-to favorites are Belgian waffles. What's not to love? The way the golden brown squares contained within a perfect circle look as the waffle maker is open with a small puff of steam is reward enough for the time it takes to cook one. Then my senses go into overload as butter is spread copiously across the top and then berries pelt down upon the crispy exterior. All of this is harmonized like Beethoven made edible as the maple syrup cascades down over all the goodness. Sound appetizing? Well, hold on. This is reason to panic here. Back up to the butter part, because Belgium is about to rain on their own parade. Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week, so you never have to worry about running out of reasons to panic. Well, here we go, gentlemen. We have ourselves another episode. I am Tyler Mason, your host this week, and I am joined by my other Foodian uh, co-hosts, Randall Floyd and Eli Bowman. Hi. <laughs> That's Foodian. it? All, all we got is a hi? Or did I throw well, you as I'm, Foodian? I'm, I'm wondering if you're trying to say Freudian or Foodian. But... <laughs> <laughs> it rolled off the tongue well, I went with it. Was good. When I was in when I was in Korea, they couldn't pronounce L's, and I got called Freud all the time. So it's not the first time <laughs> that I've been called Freudian, but I've never been called Foodian. Me either. I like it. I'm I'm trying to start something. We'll we'll see if it trends on Twitter or somewhere cool like that. <laughs> so a follower of food, yeah, I, I subscribe to the philosophy of food. Call <laughs> me a Foodian. Oh man. Eli, it was your segment uh, recently that got me thinking about this because, you know, let's let's go back and revisit just momentarily as, as short as possible the, okay. uh, the, the, the sustainable process of making meat in a lab. Okay, that's enough on that one. I like the images of that are just burned in my brain forever, mm. but it got me wondering yeah. a little bit. And so, you know, I got onto the Google as we tend to do and started looking around and I I don't know if I can say stumbled into, tripped into, or was tricked into, but uh, I found <laughs> this article on mentalfloss.com, uh, one that we've used more than once here on, uh, on this, this show, and I, I am disappointed with Belgium. I mean, they're known for so many amazing foods, and then they've come up, they, like they've gone and they've done this. Before oh, we tell our viewers what this, this is... You guys have seen the article. Yeah. Appetizing or no? Would you try this that we're about to, to dive into today? Ooh, Randall, you first. Um, well, it would probably be the third or fourth grossest thing I've ever eaten. So I, I'd probably <laughs> give it a go. <laughs> oh, it would be, t it, it would depend on if I were um, unwittingly eating it or intentionally trying to eat it. Um, it I think that if it were my choice, I don't think I would choose to eat it. No, no. But if I were tricked into it and someone, you know, 
at one point was like, hey, surprise, you've been eating blank after throwing up. I might laugh. I might laugh. I think I'd probably punch him in the face and wouldn't talk to him again personally. <laughs> but, you know, that's just me. All right. So mm. here's what we're talking about for our viewers. We've kept him in anticipation here a little bit. So uh, researchers in Belgium, they were looking at the process of making butter, right? We we eat butter all the time on stuff. It, it goes on baked potatoes. It goes on Belgian waffles. It goes in stuff, cakes, right? I mean, butter is just, it's fantastic. It's butter. But the process of, of cultivating butter, it's not the most, what's the, why am I totally spacing out on the word here? Um, sustainable process, right? So like, can, can we make a more sustainable butter? And so somebody, probably on a bender or a trip or something. I don't know how she'd come up with this. They're like, hey, what happens if we grind together a bunch of black soldier fly larva and water and mix it together and then separate out the greasy part in a centrifuge and then spread it on toast? Let's, let's just see what'll happen. Like, who came up with this idea uh, of, of larva it, butter? It's Here's the thing about bug butter that I think... It, they talk about the sustainability of regular butter. Like, well, you've got to, you got to have a cow and you've got to have, um, you know, you got a way to churn it. And they talk about all of these things you need, but like a, a centrifuge is needed to, to separate the oily bits. from. <laughs> and like, Oh yeah, let me just grab my centrifuge from uh, the cabinet in my kitchen. You know? So it's, it's sort of, it's sort of like, Six to one, half dozen the other on sustainability. I, you know, why don't you go to Walmart and like pick up, you know, centrifuge, you know, or support <laughs> local. You know, buy a centrifuge from like your local hardware store. Like it's, it's just. <laughs> so that that part was not lost on me. Oh man, Randall, what are your thoughts? You said this would be the third worst thing that you've tried. So we're gonna kind of go into some other bizarre things on this episode we're not just talking about butter so randall why don't you go ahead why don't you tell us the worst thing that you have ever eaten well the reason it's worse and this this i've got a scale because it, all this happened when i was in korea so i was able to I, I lived in korea for a couple of years as a missionary and i ate some very interesting things um some of which i came away liking a lot and some of which i'm still confused as to why they entered my mouth in the first place <laughs> But the first day I was in the country, I was I was taken to a market by some older missionaries, and they thought it would be fun to send us on a scavenger hunt. And one of the things that we had to go find was this stuff called bundegi. And in Korean, it sounds like something cool. And in, in English, it's silkworm larva. And Ew. so I didn't know what it was, but it's Gosh. literally a grub. Like it's, it, it's a grub. That's all it is. And so I finally find it. And there's this big steamy pot of boiled bundegi. It, it smelled worse than it looked. Like I didn't think that was physically possible. <laughs> and the, the worst part is the, the, the Korean missionary who was with me, he, he went to McDonald's, grabbed an ice cream cone, came over to the lady who was cooking the bundegi, grabbed a handful of them, stuck it on his ice cream cone, and <laughs> ate them all. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, so he did that, and he said I couldn't go home until I ate one. And so I popped it in my mouth, and I bit it, and it squirted straight down my throat. It was <laughs> completely disgusting. Oh. <laughs> no. 
I don't. Uh, I refuse to believe that's a true story. I can't. It's better if I believe it's fiction. When was the last time I lied to you? <laughs> yeah, good right now. Okay. All right. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm man. pretending that it's right now. Oh my gosh, it was it was gross. It was so bad. So that's that's the worst thing. So what I think about this, I mean, at least I don't have to see the bugs while I'm eating them. Um, I mean, the worst part for me is that they take the centrifuge, and then they separate the greasy part from the the bug parts, and then they use the greasy parts <laughs> as the butter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But but here's the thing about insects, and the article talks about this, okay? So people are thinking, yeah, it's gross, but what about those who are, you know, advocates for the, for the, the other parts of insects or the the health benefits of eating, eating insects? I mean, they're an excellent source of protein, healthy fats, they have minerals in them. They're much more environmentally friendly than cattle. Um, so it's not like it's, I mean, yes, it's gross, but one can make the argument from a dietary standpoint and from a sustainability standpoint that it does make sense. Again, given you have a centrifuge available to you. Exactly right. I, I, for anybody that's wondering, you know, well, is it worth it or not? I'll just tell you, go watch a couple of episodes of Man vs. Wild. Watch Bear Grylls as he pops a, a you know, a, a larva in his mouth and it explodes. <sighs> And, and you tell me that that just seems like a good idea, right? Like, because he'll talk about it. He's like, they're great. They're a great source of protein. They're, all the things you mentioned, Eli, is like, they're, and in a survival situation, absolutely. I will be out there ripping a tree apart looking for, you know, maggots or something because I'm going to die otherwise. But I well, mean, let we're me talking ask you, cakes here. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking more than just cakes. There, there are lots of things. And, and I'll let you get into those in a second, Tyler, because I, I think it would be funnier coming from you. <laughs> but let me ask you this would you rather live in a world with no butter at all no butter ever again or bug butter what sort of twisted george orwellian time frame are you putting us in that's awful it, this is it's reason to panic i mean these are the <laughs> things we explore here that's the same There's question i wanted to ask you last and then week. the sequel will be 1985 there is no butter but bug butter well, uh, Randall, I, I guess uh, we, we had the, I guess we needed to wait a week for that question. But um, so what, what do you guys, I mean, would you, would you rather have no butter ever again? Or would you rather have bug butter as an option? Well, at this point, I'll quote let, the song. Are you willing to get, are you willing to let yourself get past the disgusting variables? Uh, it's better to have loved and lost, Eli. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you know, how about this? What if someone only ever had bug butter and then was introduced to dairy butter? And they would be like, you do what to the cow? You drink, wait. (laughs) So it's not like our butter, it's not like normal butter isn't without its weirdness. It's just, its weirdness is normal to us. (laughs) It's, It's an acceptable weird. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's a fair point though. That really is a fair point. I mean, you think about, you know, Randall, you tell the story about being there in Korea and eating silkworms with a, a McDonald's ice cream cone. No big deal, right? Here in the States, we frown on that sort of a thing. So I, that's a valid point, Eli. Um, yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, I, That's why I, I made it. I mean, all I, all I do oh, is make <sighs> points. I never make a point that isn't incredibly fascinating. You guys should know this by now. That's true. That song, all I do is make it rain. That's that's Eli with you know logical and well thought out points. 
Amen. Thank all you. All it does is make it Thank rain. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I think of the Matrix, right? You guys remember the Matrix, the first one? Of course. Okay. So Neo, he comes out of the Matrix and, you know, they, they, what's the first thing that they do as soon as he sits down at the table? They, they take that, that weird, like, cafeteria looking spray nozzle and, you know, all of a sudden he's got a plate full of who knows what. And so yep. all the, the, vita, the vitamins, amino acids and stuff that he needs to sustain himself, right? And so that's what it is he suddenly has to eat. And then we, we look forward, farther forward in the, in the movie and we have, um, what's his name? Um, the uh, antagonist that's Morpheus? in the crew, bald guy. Can't remember his name. Oh, Mr. No, not Morpheus. Oh, oh, in the crew. No, no, yeah, Mr. yeah, Smith, yeah. The, in the crew, the, the one that coat. basically kills everybody. Yeah, him, right? Yeah. And so he goes back into the Matrix and he's sitting there with Agent Smith at the, uh, you know, that nice steak dinner. And he's like, I know that this is ones and zeros, but I would rather live the lie and have this than the alternative, right? And so I, I, I kind of wonder. Ignorance is bliss. To your point, yeah. If, you know. That's what he says. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's, it, it, it's an interesting quandary. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but he, moving he cuts on. It, so, I love that scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does. You know, and it looks so good. It's like you're sitting there watching, going, "I want a steak." Yeah. I want to know who cooked this. But so we've got insects that are being used for butter, but it doesn't stop there. I mean, this 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 idea for sustainability and utilizing bugs in all their merits. You know, there there's certain things like uh, Eli and I. We were talking before the segment. Randall, I couldn't tell. Have you tried before or not uh, chocolate covered ants? Um. No, but I've had all kinds of bugs. So. Okay, right. So chocolate-covered ants. First time I had them, I was sitting at the movie theater. A buddy of mine, he thought it would be funny. So he's, you know, pretending to eat something. And do you want some? So, yeah, sure. So I take a handful and eat them and starts kind of laughing. Like, what? They're chocolate-covered ants. I didn't think they were half bad. You know, I wouldn't have picked them, but they weren't awful. Right. So, um, and then have you guys seen in the... Uh, uh, like novelty shops, they've got the uh, scorpions in the suckers. Oh yeah, the suckers. Yeah, they the cost scorpions. Like eight suckers, bucks a piece. Yeah, I've seen so them. So my 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 boys, they were both like, "We want one. We want one." And I was like, "Hey, you get one. You got to you got to eat it." And they're like, "Yeah, we'll eat it." Right. And so they get all the way through, and except for to the scorpion part, and they like they can't they cannot bring themselves to do it. And so they're like, "Dad'll do it." And at that point, it's a, it's a, it's a dare, right? It's a challenge. And so, all right, you know, so, so I ate both the scorpions. No big deal, right? Like a champ. Uh, Down. Done. What? Um, yeah, so, so there are certain places we see them. But I, I'm going to pick my favorite one on this list. There's, there's a few on this list. And that is bug nuggets. Like just something about that. Just bug nuggets. Are you on the list of uh, um, other food items? Yeah, the six common foods remade with bugs. Um, it's a Dutch company called Bug Originals, and they they make make they make uh, chicken nuggets out of bugs. I can't see my kids coming home and begging for them, but you know, there uh, it is. Looks like they've replaced the chicken meat with ground up mealworms. Meal now now a mealworm isn't that? What's another name for that? There's, isn't there another? Don't we call it other, something else, or is it is it a grub? I don't know. I've always just known it as a mealworm. I use uh, it for fishing. It's it. The, the little red worm. The larval 
form of the mealworm beetle. So it's basically, it's beetle larvae. I, I thought you might really appreciate this one, Eli. For those people that don't know, Ohio is known for its pizza. I never would have guessed that until we did a yeah. tour of, of some amazing pizza places with Eli and his wife last time that we were there. Uh, number six on the list. Did you see this one, Eli? Uh, let me see. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> the cicada pizza. And it says pretty much everything you could use shrimp on, you could use cicadas on, says New York chef Caroline Fink. One of the best known creations was a savory pizza that included fried garlic laced cicadas along with typical toppings like wild leeks and ricotta cheese. Typical toppings like wild leeks. (laughs) When was the last time any listener to this show ordered wild leeks on their pizza? This, oh is, this, is a, this is New York, though, we're talking about. This, it's probably Long Island. So there's probably, a place in, there's probably a place in Queens where people are ordering this pizza and they get <laughs> on it. And what is it? Fried leeks? What is this? What is it? Wild leeks? Wild I, leeks. I don't think so, Tony. All right? We, we, got, we got no, no farm-raised leeks here. It's just wild <laughs> leeks. Don't give me that yeah. farm-raised crap. That's right. They're in Queens foraging for wild leeks. <laughs> there's a mental image. There, there's like a, uh, what do you call that? Uh, it's, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, I like the first one, though. The first one, insect ice cream. It says in 2011, the owners of Sparky's Homemade Ice Cream in Columbia, Missouri. That's your neck of the woods, Tyler. That is my neck of the woods. With putting boiled cicadas in some of their frozen treats. The resulting uh, product was hugely popular, but ultimately discontinued when the state government advised against the use of <laughs> ice cream because the department did not have information regarding cooking temperatures. <laughs> so, Come on, so FDA, get on that. I might consider. I mean, that would be one of the few ways that I could that I could eat a cicada is if you put it in ice cream. Then it's possible that I might give it a shot. I mean, you can put anything in ice cream, and I might try it. We we uh, talked about again another episode uh, the uh, the 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 part of the machine, the metal flakes in the ice cream. You know, we did. We yes, talked we about did. This one. We also yeah we also talked about uh, what is the, the 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 flavor the flavor the natural flavor, Randall. Oh, what castorium? castorium. Cast- we talked about castorium as well. Huh. A lot of these tie together, don't they? <laughs> Oh, and a pretty little bow. Randall, do you have a favorite one on this list? Well, favorite's a strong word, but um, they all sound very interesting. And I would actually try them all just because there's no, these, at least these things are seasoned. (laughs) The stuff I had was just boiled. So I'm (laughs) I'm sure that if if I were to eat one of these, I think they have like uh, that place that made the bug nuggets. They did. pesto flavored nuggets and then some other stuff as well i'm sure i could i could handle i could handle it <laughs> so i don't know I, I i can't choose a favorite though i'm i'm just i'm just kind of sitting here um wishing i was eating an actual nugget and not a bug nugget <laughs> it just sounds so weird so can i have another bug nugget <laughs> a what a, a bug I'll nugget too <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Eli, you try the ice cream. Randall, you could see yourself going for a bug nugget just for some difference here. We've tried the chocolate covered ants. Um, I 
if I had to pick one not replicating, I'd probably try the mealworm French fries. I could probably, I could probably do that. Get that, I was get just that one. Yeah. Anything and enough ketchup and you can kill any flavor. So mm. I'd try that one. So, all right. There's the well, bug burger. There's the bug burger. I, I feel like we've mentioned all of them because we mentioned chocolate covered ants before, but the one we didn't mention was the bug burger. And this person, Dr. Morgan Gay, she is a self-described food futurologist. So I'm going to start giving myself some fun fancy <laughs> If I can just call myself a something futurologist, then that sounds fancy enough to write a book, if you ask me. I mean, Randall, you're the lawyer. Is it? Can I do that? Yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> you can create a new science. Futurology. I, mean, huh. <laughs> I, like I, like I, I like it, and I knew that I would like it because I'm a futurologist. The that was thing bad. I like you need to have like the, like the rim shot on that one, Randall. That was terrible. No! <laughs> <laughs> the thing I like about it is that she makes a, a, a prediction here. She's going for a Nostradamus-type position, predicting that um, insect burgers, particularly with mealworms, they could just replace the bovine predecessor within the next decade. So within the next 10 years... When you go to McDonald's or to your favorite burger joint, you could be ordering yourself a bug burger, your kids some bug nuggets with a side of mealworm French fries, and then enjoy that with some ice with some insect ice cream to wash it down. I mean, that's there's the meal of the future right there, gentlemen. <laughs> From my cold dead hands, <laughs> will you take my hamburger away? I, I have another prediction from, from me. I, I'm going to have a nice bowl of real ice cream after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Well, on, on that, that uh, delicious note, let's score this thing out. Uh, scale of 1 to 10. Uh, not just focusing on the bug butter, but just bugs in general. We're going to take the, the, the food futurologist, and we're going to score it on that. Um, where do you put your, your primary food made with insects versus its current components? Um, Randall, let's start with you first. Well, first off, I'm going to go back to the ice cream episode that we did where you called me out for doing food, um, over and over again. And <laughs> it's too easy. It's like low hanging fruit. No pun intended. And I'm I'm going to say that that uh, I I have a bug to pick with you. <laughs> at, at least my episode involved an unintentional addition to food. Like all of you got um, the bacon and this one. Is this people are doing this on purpose? And I think that 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 is much more nefarious mm. than than an accidental piece of metal equipment in some ice cream that you can just recall. I mean, you can't recall <laughs> your bug ice cream saying there's bugs in it since that's the way to do it. <laughs> Um, and if, if this was the case and we're talking about food being replaced, um, on all levels, I'm, I'm all for eliminating cow farts. Um, but in a world <laughs> with bugs as, as the primary source for my protein, um, I'm sad and I'm just going to straight up give it a six because mm. that is, that's too, that's too much for my, um, my cow loving self to, to actually accept at this point. There it is. That's there's, there's the bovine answer. Eli, to you. 
Oh, I kind of... It's like, is is the reason to panic that, that my favorite well-known foods are, are no longer available? Like, that That's might... I, I wonder if I... If part of my rating is because my beloved, you know food items are no longer and they're they're reinvented with with bugs but i will say this i feel like humans including myself we can get used to weird things pretty quickly especially when we really would rather have that burger even if it's made with beetle larvae as opposed to beef uh, i would try it i probably wouldn't like it but then i'd probably end up trying it again it is a reason to panic though i'm gonna give it a five because the whole prospect of, of losing my favorite foods is the worst part. That's <laughs> a five for me. And I'm going to be right there with you guys. I'm going to probably put it um, at a six as well, because there are, there are legit people out here right now that they just keep messing with my food. And I, I, we like food. There's a reason we talk about it. There's a reason we, we enjoy when we get together, we enjoy eating it. Um, Cause we're all on that same page where, you know, food is, it's, it's that, um, uh, what's the word that I want? I was going to say copacetic, but that's not quite it, you know, but it, it brings people together, right? It's just <clears throat> something sure. about sitting down and having yourself a, a, a steak cookout. I just can't see that being the same when your steak is a culmination of a bunch of beetles that somebody dug out of the ground, right? And squashed mm. them together. Like it's just, yeah, I think, I think cathartic's a good word. Yeah, I'll, we'll go with that one. That's a great word. That's why we got the lawyer on the show. He's got a big vocabulary. He sounds cool. Um, but anyway, there you have it, folks. Um, thanks for tuning in. Go ahead, please uh, give us a thumbs up on Facebook. Rate us wherever you found us. Leave some comments. What do you guys think? What's the weirdest thing that you've ever eaten? And uh, would you be willing to try any of the, uh, the bug cuisine that was mentioned on today's episode? Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will catch you next week with another reason to pan. Call me right back, right back. Won't you wait for me? I need you to stay right there.